Welcome to uh, welcome to an impending disaster. And um, I've been really contemplating on how I'm going to start this podcast off. I want to do it professionally. Um, I want to do it in a way where, you know, things are very structured. I have my topics. I have the research done for each one of those topics. Um, though, though a, a huge part of what this podcast is meant to be is just to just to tell my life story and to hope that and just be like brutally honest about literally everything eventually and just have people hopefully be able to find hope in it like if you're I want I I know that I need to I would love to use this as a platform to be able to learn about different topics um I've talked about it before that Joe Rogan um's podcast really got me into the concept of wanting to start a podcast and um I just thought it was amazing hanging out with his like hanging out with your friends and I mean at the time the idea of hanging out with your friends drinking smoking weed and just watching fights and um <laughs> and breaking them down while while you're hanging out with your friends um just having conversations with different interesting people and learning about different things to me that's the dream what 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 could be a better job than that and so i mean i mean in the past i i used to i want i've i've been wanting to start a podcast for a long time uh, but i mean when i'm drinking i i can't stay committed to anything and um I mean I I've I've also been dealing with chronic health issues as um a lot of people that know me know and I've talked about a lot and I'll be talking about that on the podcast as well. But at the end of the day I couldn't get anything really seriously going when I was caught in my addiction and even though it wasn't daily I was a binge drinker it's still I just couldn't get things together. I have not tapped into near what my potential could have been. And drinking and drugs have has robbed me of almost every single thing that I love in my life and has almost robbed me of my life plenty of times. I'm so blessed to be alive. I'm I get bitter sometimes because I feel so ill. I mean, and um and truthfully the doctors don't exactly know what's going on i thought i still think um what's going on is my 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 heart's not working the way it's supposed to i mean the cardiologist kind of confirmed that my heart isn't working the way that it's supposed to but but he said that it it's not like a life-threatening situation and I'm young and if I stay away from drinking and using drugs, the symptoms should clear up and I should just feel better as time goes on. 
But that has not been the case. I It's been getting worse and worse and worse. And it's been bad, like really, really, really bad, like debilitatingly bad for like six years. And I, I've had better days and I've had worse days and I'm on medications now that that helped me to function. There was about three months I couldn't function at all when when this first started happening. And um and it's, and I got on medications and then as time went on anytime I drink or use drugs, it just sidelined me for like whatever. I drink for two, three days maybe, up to a week. Um and then I'd be ill for to just over two weeks until I like started somewhat feeling half back to normal and my heart was always bothered during every one of those times especially when I would use drugs there would be times where I'd be in my bedroom and like when back when I was living in um back when I was renting out a basement suite at my dad's place where I couldn't get from my bed to my bathroom walking because my heart's working so hard anytime I would even sitting up my heart was pounding so hard and will work so hard I would literally have to crawl out of the bed collapse to the ground catch my breath crawl about halfway to the bathroom which was literally um 10 feet away from my bed um 15 feet max and I would have to take breaks in between going to the bathroom and I mean, at times, my while this was happening, I'd have my drug stash in my hand, and um, to, trying to dis because I'd have most of the drugs still there, trying to decide if I wanted to flush down my drugs or not, and sometimes I would, eventually I would, and that sometimes I'd be like, no, maybe one, maybe one more, even though I knew I was on death's door, that one more could have caused my heart to explode out of my chest as it was already almost at that point. I mean, this is the way I lived my life for so long. So yeah, my body is beat up. And because these doctors can't seem to pinpoint exactly what's going on, or they they don't they don't understand how bad it is. Like I and like I said, I got medicated and I've oh, I felt awful for a long time, but and some days were were worse, but gradually I've been able to do less and less. And and I'm not saying this as a pity party. I'm just saying this is where my life's going and this is where my life's at, but but at the end of 2000 and um at the end of 2018, I was in one of the worst places I had been in in a lot of ways. My drinking was just at an all-time low. I was hanging out with this girl who had severe mental issues, um, was threatening my life, um, was threatening my family and my brother. And I mean, I was I, I remember after one of my relapses... Um, just the withdrawals were so terrible and just coming to of everything that had happened and blacked out about six days and it was like I need to be done so I, I decided to start going to AA in 2019 and I'd been to AA but like 
go to AA and actually, like, give it a shot. But I still wasn't really ready to be fully committed. And I I think the biggest part was I still had this inclination that one day I was going to be able to drink. And I was going to be able to drink somewhat normally. But that's just... It's not the case for me, and it's not the if you're an alcoholic, a real alcoholic, you're not ever going to be able to drink again, but that's not a bad thing. I just I just wish I would have accepted this a lot earlier on, and I knew that drinking was bad earlier on, and I would quit for periods of time, but I just never could stay quit. And um I got a sponsor, and I started working the steps and step um Step four and five, writing down all the wrongs that you've done and and then getting writing it on paper and then sharing it with um, somebody. Um, I shared it with my sponsor. There's there's some things that I've done that I'm so deeply that that I was, I guess, so deeply ashamed of that I really believe kept me in my illness for a long time and. I told I had told one one of my good friends and she said she didn't think it was such a big deal. Uh, but I just thought you're being biased because you're my friend and um you know so and 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 I told my sponsor and again it was kind of the same thing like he told me he didn't think it was near as much as I had built it up in my head but but at the same time, I know how bad it was. Like, I don't know how to, and I'm not going to go into details of what it is right now. Um, in the future, maybe I will. But, you know, I've, I've, I've had, and, and I'm, and like, I, I am a Christian. Like, I believe that Jesus is the son of God and that he did what the Bible says he did. I've had so many questions about the Bible and so many how can this make sense? This this not 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 even how does this make sense? This doesn't make sense like picking apart things in the Old Testament. Well, maybe this is like a metaphor. Maybe this wasn't a, weren't literal events. Like maybe there's some truth to them, but they're not like full stories. They're more to tell and explain. You know, I I've, I've just questioned how could that be possible? And I don't know. And when and when it comes to some of these controversial issues, specifically the one that really, that really, is on my heart that I don't understand is, you know. I I love the LGBT community, and I just feel like there's, this such a huge divide between. Christians and the LGBT community and that breaks my heart because I mean I can see good in both I can see like to me I don't know I just that's one of the ones that bothers me the most and I wish that I could write the bible and say what's right and what's wrong and i 
and and the honestly the biggest the biggest biggest issue that I've had with my walk with God and what is like this concept of hell this concept of eternal damnation like a lot of people will preach it as fire and brimstone and I don't know that that's what it is but I do believe that there's some form of hell but I don't know I don't fully understand it I don't fully understand that it's been taught pretty openly that if you don't accept Jesus in your heart, you're going to eternal damnation. And to me, I'm like, that just, I don't know that a God that loves us unconditionally, that that is how he rolls. I just, all I know is that when I have a relationship with God, my life is so, I have this peace. It's not that my life is perfect. It's not that everything goes the way that I want it to go because that's not that's not what a relationship is about. It's not about getting what you want. I've heard so many people in the past say, you know, I believed, I tried the God thing and I prayed and things got worse for me. He, you know, things... The things that I was praying for didn't get answered. In fact, the things I was praying for got worse. I stopped praying and things got better. Well, to me, that's almost more proof that there was something going on. You know? Like, I, and, and I understand that frustration. I've, I've had that same issue with my walk. With the, especially with these health issues. Like, okay, if if God exists and he loves me, then why am I in such pain all the time? And why am I so ill all the time? And why do I feel like I'm about to die at any, any day? I feel so many times I thought I wasn't going to make it. And yet somehow I'm still here and the doctors have little to no answers for me. I mean, I started doing this at five in the morning because I feel so sick. I can't sleep. Like, what, what is the purpose of all of this? But I know that when I'm having a real, when I have, when I'm going to AA meetings and when I'm praying and when I'm reading my Bible and when I'm going out into AA meetings and approaching people that are broken and asking them, just having a conversation with them and letting them know I love them and, like, you know, like, I know. My spirit is at peace, and the more that the more that I do to try to but get closer to God, the more peace I have, despite maybe the physical torment that I'm going through and all the crazy stuff that I'm going through. Like right now, oh my goodness, I'm feeling, this is awful, but I still feel this peace, and I feel like my whole life, I've been so afraid of what people are going to think of me, if I say, if I talk about my faith and talk about how important it really is to me and how important I think it should be to all of us, I, th- I think that people have this misconception that you need to be this 
you have to make all these changes or something and then you go to church and you i don't know act this different way and it's it's like it's not that it's wherever you're at whether you're a drug addict in fact I mean, jesus I, I i think church is twisted nowadays i mean i'm not saying that all church is bad or anything like that but jesus was not getting together with a bunch of believers in a big building and preaching to them he was going out on the streets to the drunks to the prostitutes to the tax collectors to to the people that were broken the people that were sick the people that were hurting and he was a light to them. There was something about him that drew people to him. He didn't push himself onto other people. He and himself brought attracted people to him. And people changed. People wanted what he had. And if you're a Christian and you're trying to force your beliefs on somebody. And instead of... I, I believe that there's a place of obviously... you. you you got to tell people what you believe but but if people don't want want what you have then then there's something wrong with that picture if people don't see a difference in you if people don't see a different peace and a different love and and, and I'm not pointing the finger because I've lived my life so so however I wanted to and living my life however I wanted to has got me in a heck of a lot of trouble. I wish I just stood firm in what I believed despite what other people thought of me. I remember people mocking me um, when I when I was 19 and I really started getting into my faith because I quit drinking and I quit using drugs and that's all I would do was go to Bible studies and go to services and and I was just feeling so much peace and love, but my friends or what, you know, people that I used to party and drink with and use drugs with were mocking me and making fun of me. And I, I, I was so immature because I was so easily offended by it. And I was so hurt. And I was, because like, I'm like, like, I love these people. And I, I just wanted to tell them how good life could be and they don't have you know I, I don't even think I was really saying you guys gotta quit this and like I just think I was I was just not not living the same life that I was before but I was too insecure so I went back when I knew I wasn't supposed to go back and I've had health issues ever since and that's God told me not to go back and I went back um this life is crazy. This life is it's so bizarre that we're even here. It's so bizarre that we have consciousness and it's so bizarre that we have this ability to discern right and wrong, but what I think most people can agree that there is there there's such a thing as right and wrong, right? Like most people have a set of morals. But who decides what's right and who decides what's wrong? 
I mean, obviously, we we do want to be progressing. Slavery, uh, disgusting, wrong. That it like the the way that women have been treated in the past, the way that what happened with the native americans there's so many there's so many things that i could point to that were obviously so wrong and we need to better our, our ourselves and better our society through true love the way that the way that people that are gay have been treated has been so wrong the way i mean i can go on and on you know racism is obviously so wrong and it's still prevalent today sexism you know it, it and it blows my mind at times because that's just so far removed from how i think i'm so naive in thinking that everybody just loves everybody cuz i just love everybody <laughs> so i just assume that that's what other people are like but that's that's not always the case unfortunately that's not always the case there's so many people that are suffering so greatly right now there's so many people that are addicted to drugs um al- alcohol you know food addictions um potential like sex addiction um they're a slave to social media or they're a slave to their job and i'm there's a difference between being hardworking and motivated and being a slave to your job everybody everybody is almost in some sense a slave to something it's almost like our decision of what we want to be a slave to like and i i hope that terminology doesn't get picked looked at the wrong way um like what basically what i'm trying to say is we're all kind of in bondage to something we all have different coping mechanisms to try to deal with this life and i think we all have our own unhealthy coping mechanisms to this life i think we all on some level may have some unhealthy coping mechanisms till the day that we die i mean it'd be beautiful if we can one day find such inner peace that we don't need those coping mechanisms anymore but most of us have some and and i think the part like i like I just believe this pur- the purpose of life is I believe it's about pursuing a relationship with God despite who you are despite where you're at despite what you believe about God it's probably not 
God is so much bigger than we can even begin to comprehend. And it's... I just think it's a shame that... I, I know a lot of people get turned off because of experiences that they had when they were younger in the church. Different things that people in the church did to them or um, or different things that ways that they were treated and, and wrongly and different corruptions through that 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 have come through the church I mean everything but everything people are imperfect and there's gonna be people that do wrong everywhere I just feel that I can't be silent anymore. I just feel too sick to continue to be silent. I just feel that life is too short. And I'm I'm sick and tired of living in constant fear. I want to live in faith. I don't want to live in fear anymore. I want to talk about my beliefs and and hope that maybe my experiences and some of the things that I say can connect to somebody who's broken and and maybe it can help change their life or change their life. I mean, I think about that when I make music and I think about that when when I make statuses sometimes and some of the things I share like it's like I just feel like I want to I want to try to spread some kind of hope because I feel like what it, what do we have if we don't have hope in some form right like hope is sometimes all we have and sometimes it feels like it doesn't exist to me, that's what makes God so amazing is that if if there is a God, then there's got to be some hope, right? I mean, as terrible as things are on this earth, if there's something after this, and that's the real end goal. And that's really where where we spend the majority of our existence. Then what is suffering on this earth? I and I'm not I'm not downplaying the suffering on this earth. It's it's awful and I, I wish people didn't have to go through it. I hate I hate seeing people suffer. And I hate suffering. Oh, I hate it. I've I've tried to escape, like I said, through drugs, alcohol. I but not just through that. I've through like I I've I've through physical activity. I through music and and I think some of those things can be healthy, for sure, or far healthier ways to cope. I think it's good to have different ways to cope, but. To me, it's 
Man, once you've experienced God, it's just... There's nothing quite like it. And you know, I I was writing... Trying to record podcast after podcast after podcast. Trying to talk about all these different topics. And, and um, I don't think that... I mean, as long as I live long enough to continue to keep doing these they're not all gonna be like this but this is just where I am right now and just I don't know why this is what all came out like I mean I was gonna talk about you know and these are things that I'll talk about is fighting and my battle rap and rap in general and music and maybe touch on a little bit of politics and um I mean, it's going to be pretty open-ended to anything and everything, but I just wanted to share a little bit about my story, and and I do want to share my faith. I want this to be a platform where I can talk about my faith. And I'm sure that's going to turn a lot of people off um, of listening to it because they're probably not expecting it. I wasn't even expecting to go this much into it. I I planned on talking about my spirituality, but I didn't plan that being basically this whole episode. I um I prayed. Um and I I actually was trying to make a Facebook live video, but my camera is broken and I was going to share it off of the Facebook live video and it was just gonna have no video so it was I I just wanted to record an audio and post it on Facebook but I wanted to do it through a different platform than my podcast because I wanted my podcast to be structured a little bit differently but I guess this is the first episode and it didn't come how I thought it would or it's not I didn't plan any of this like I was I was writing out a bunch of different topics um like about like the name of my podcast how I came up with the name and um and I might I might have even briefly touched that on that at the beginning of the podcast I I like I said I've done a number of them so I I can't even remember exactly what I all said where but um honestly I just want this to be and, and like is this is this for education is this for um information it's to me it's for hope it's for those people that are broken that are filled with depression and that are filled with anxiety and that are filled with anger and confusion and people that have addictions and people that just are suffering to know that a you're not alone you're not alone like in the way like well I mean I believe that God is with every single one of us all the time so I, I believe in that way you're not alone, but like, I'm suffering greatly. 
I know what it's like to suffer. Just know you're not alone. There's other people that are struggling with the things that you're struggling with. And I would just encourage that whatever it is that you're struggling with, get help. And if 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 the whole God concept is like too, too out there for you and you're kind of against that and you're... I'm I'm not saying even you have to get into a church though. I mean cuz cuz yeah, I I do think that there's a lot of work that needs to be done in the church, but that might be a place for you to start, but I mean just just go see a counselor. Go see a psychiatrist, go see a psychologist. Go to an AA meeting. Go to an NA meeting. You know. Go. Tell somebody that you love. That you're struggling. Open up about the things. That you're struggling with. I'm struggling with my physical health issues. I And, and, and the anxiety. And depression. I'm scared. I'm honestly. I'm scared about what's going to happen if something happens to me. I've been scared for years. And not talking about it is not helped. I mean, and I and I and I do talk about it to some extent, but but some of the people that I try to talk talk about it with like it just seems like how how do I talk about such a heavy topic with the people that I love and they don't want to they don't want to think that there's a possibility that I might not be here for long I mean it until they hear that from a doctor why would you want to believe that and and I might sound crazy for saying that without it but man it is not good whatever is going on and I know that. But I also know that my life isn't about me. I've lived it about me for so long. But my life isn't about me. I I want to help other people. I would love to one day have a... Have a girlfriend. And, and then a, like, you know, a wife and kids. And have a career. And be physically fit. And you know, get into the field and work with recovering alcoholics and addicts and maybe work in a treatment center or something. Like, to me, that would be amazing. But it's not about what I want. I have, um, I've wasted a lot of time drinking using drugs and 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 feeling sorry for myself i wasted a lot of time stuck in self-pity man i'm telling you guys it's not worth it it's and it's not an easy place to drag yourself out of either that's why i'm i'm like go get help with whatever it is that you need help with Go find other people that have gone through the same struggle and reach out. Because this life's too short to be stuck in 
whatever it is that you're stuck in. This life is all about growth. And I want the people that I love to grow. And I want... I want the people that I love to not have to suffer any more than they have to. I do believe that suffering can be used as a good thing. I I believe that there's a, there's this quote by an author that I really looked up to and respected. Um, his his name is C.S. Lewis. Um, I'm sure. Many of you have heard of him. He wrote the Chronicles of Narnia. He he wrote some fiction, you know. Um, but he he was also um, a Christian who wrote um, different theological books, and one of them was called "The Problem with Pain." I believe that was the name of it. I read that when I was in treatment. Cause I. I was suffering greatly in treatment without my medication, without my um, anti-anxiety medication, my clonazepam, I can hardly function. And I was off it for about two months and every night I would wake up screaming and in just absolute turmoil and I would have these night terrors, um, I'd have these dreams of um, the reaper standing over my bed and um, I was just so ill, and, and I was, I read this book called The Problem, The Problem with Pain, or The Problem of Pain, by C.S. Lewis, and there's a quote that says, pain produces, uh, pain, um, causes a drive to change when we normally wouldn't that we wouldn't normally have um paraphrasing but basically that's the concept that our pain and suffering can bring us to it to a different place and and that can be related to and if you look at aa a lot of people have to hit rock bottom before they can change their rock bottom and um And that's usually a lot of suffering and a lot of pain. And without that, those people might, would, without suffering, an alcoholic or drug addict would probably never change. I don't know that I would have ever made the steps to quit drinking. I'd like to think that I would have. And looking back now, I wish I would have quit early on and got help and realized how bad it was. But um, I put it off, and I wish I didn't. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm getting water. I'm kind of having one of my spells. <clears throat> but if I never if I never got these health issues and I never started feeling ill all the time and who knows what I would have done and I probably wouldn't have ever tried to change 
if I didn't think that I was dying, I I might not have ever decided to try to get sober. If I didn't think I might not have much time left, I maybe would have never started a podcast or maybe I just wouldn't have been open about it. I mean, it's it's crazy that I've had to go through everything that I've gone through before I made the decision to that I need to be open. It's this life is hard. And if you're listening to this, even if I don't know you, like, which, I mean, there's a good chance if you're listening to this, you're a Facebook friend that, so I do know you, but I I care about every human being on this earth. There's not a single human being I don't want to change for the better and find true peace and love. I that doesn't mean I think that every human should be without suffering. There's people that do terrible things that I think should have to pay the consequences and suffer. Um but even people that are truly done true truly horrible things I I I I really want redemption for all. Because I think that that's the whole purpose of what Jesus did was so that each one of us can find true peace and love and and live the way that we're supposed to live live a life of purpose and i i apologize to anybody who i've hurt through my drinking and drug use a lot of it was the people that are closest to me but even when I was under the influence just doing things and there's just a lot that I wish I could take back but I'm not living in the shame of it today I just know that I put a lot of people through a lot of things that they didn't deserve to go through. But I promise you, I am paying the consequences today. And that's not to say that there's nobody to blame but myself. I mean, I guess I could blame my addiction to some extent uh maybe that i was predisposed to addiction but 
There's no one I can really blame because I was the one who decided to put that poison inside of my body. And I was the one that wouldn't quit even though I knew my health wasn't good. I'm sure that this isn't what a lot of people expected it to be. But that's okay. I don't even fully know what this podcast is going to turn into. Heck, the way the way I feel, I don't know if I'm going to get the opportunity to even record another podcast. Now, I know that sounds overdramatic. Things do not feel good. But I have hope. And I have faith that things will get better. And if they don't get better on this side. That they'll get better on the next side. Because this life is so short. Eternity is a long time. And maybe there's nothing. Maybe. Maybe I've just completely lost it. And I've just made this all up in my head to try to cope. But um, even as I say that, I, I smile because I don't know. I know that there's more to this than... Me being crazy, which I am a little bit crazy. I know that. I'm weird. I'm, uh... I have a lot of weird mannerisms and a lot of weird quirks and... have done a lot of things that people would see is very um I guess unique is a word that could be used you know I I hoped one day to be like a professional fighter I just wanted to be the best at whatever whatever it was that I did and then and then once I first started rapping I was motivated that I was going to be one of the best rappers I had that in my mind at one point that I kind of let go of those things and realized I don't have to be the best at anything but I I do have to try to be the best me and I and I have slacked on that um, especially in my addiction, I can't be any good version of myself in my addiction, but even in this past 110 days of sobriety, which thank God for, and I thank my sponsor for, and I think the program of AA, and I thank the, the people that have been riding with me, just hoping for me to get sober, I, I I appreciate every single one of you from the bottom of my heart in ways that words can't even express. 
but I still haven't, I haven't been as consistent with that change that I want as I would want to be. And I and I really just hope this is just a just a this is just a rough night and I wake up tomorrow and I and I feel better. Cause sometimes that happens. Sometimes I just have a really rough night and sometimes I just Sometimes I just have a rough night and I wake up and I feel a little bit better, but if this was the last thing that I ever did with my life, I would at least be happy that I finally was open about my faith and that I actually spoke what I truly believed instead of hiding because I'm too afraid of what people are going to think when they hear this I'm telling you guys God exists This world is in such a chaotic state right now. It's, um, to me, it's a miracle that this world hasn't been blown to bits already with the technology we have for these weapons of mass destruction and the evil that has been in this world. It's it's a scary place, man. This world is a scary place. And um man, there's just there's just so much tragedy going on all the time all around the world. It's hard to comprehend what what is the purpose. Or is there a purpose? Maybe. Maybe we're supposed to be answering the call to these people that are suffering. Well, I think that we are. The people that are going through these tragedies because none of us are immune to tragedy. We all face tragedies on some level. We all have an impending disaster that we're either dealing with or we're going to have to deal with. Because life's just full of those. I just want to thank anybody that took the time out of their day to listen to me 
ramble on for just about an hour about my faith and I don't even know what I all talked about. I'm so tired. I mean, it's 5.30 in the morning and I've been recording for almost an hour, so I have not slept and I do not feel good. And the not sleeping probably doesn't help with that, but I couldn't sleep anyway, so I figured why not pour my heart out on my first episode of this podcast and just not hold back. But again, I want to thank you guys for listening to my first episode. I don't know if it's going to be entertaining or if it's going to be if it's going to bring some hope to anybody. Um if it's if people are going to look at me different, I just at this point I don't really care. I mean, of course, to some level I do. So I've always been a people pleaser, but I'm sick of people. I'm sick of trying to please people. It, it it did not do well for me. I just want to be honest, and I just I just want to be good with God. So I know when I have been, life's not too bad. In fact, life's pretty good, even when life's pretty bad if that makes sense (sighs) again I'm just trying to think of how to wrap this up but I guess I don't need to do the full hour 55 minutes is I'm sure fine. So, thanks for listening. I love you guys. I hope that something connected with you in some way or another. In a positive way. And if you don't believe in the things that... In in the things that I was saying. I The things that... I hope that there was something in there that you got a positive um some positivity from some some sense of hope some some sense of uh hope for the impending disaster that is to come bye uh welcome to another episode of an impending disaster I'm your host, Derek Bowles. I don't know how long this is going to be. This reminds me of my first episode. I had no plans to record this. I'm just in excruciating pain and agony right now. I'm just feeling all so sick. Um... So, I'm just going to vent, I guess. 
I don't know how good of an episode it's going to be. I felt like last time I did this, something good came out of it. Apparently it inspired some people, I don't know. That's cool, even if it inspired one person in some way, gave them hope, then it was worth it. I'm just, I feel like I'm trying to, every day I just feel like I'm trying to look like I'm okay, just to put on a brave face, almost to wear a mask to an extent, just like everything's alright, I notice sometimes I know that there's a lot of people know that I'm struggling. But then when I come into contact with them and they ask how things are going, sometimes I'm kind of honest, but I just don't feel like always being a downer. So sometimes I just, you know, I'll tell them that things are going good. And, and, and in some ways, it's not a complete lie. I'm sober from alcohol and, like, drugs, and I've been in... A really long time. And. That's. That's awesome. With the health stuff is. Not getting better. It feels like it's getting worse. I just feel like such a disappointment man. And like the thing about it is I feel like I can retrace at why where everything started. I mean, I could go further back, but to when I was close with God and then I walked away from him. When I had peace, my life was in a good place. I went back to drinking and drugs. And it it threw something out of whack at my body and I've never been the same. And I honestly don't know if I'll ever be healthy again. I don't know if I have long to live. I hope I do. And I was just praying like, God, if I don't pray enough, I don't read the word enough. I've been struggling with my faith. I'll probably go into some of the things I'm struggling with about my faith, but. I was just praying like, God, I don't want to die. Like, please, please just, can I get this figured out? Can these doctors maybe figure it out and fix it? Or can you heal me? Or can this just, I, I don't, I don't want to die. I don't want that to be how it ends. If I have no choice and for some reason it's part of your plan that I'm no longer on this planet, A, please, God, bring me into peace with you and into eternity. So I know I don't really deserve it with all my past that I've done, but like that's like a big concern of mine. And the other big concern is all the people I would leave behind. Like, God, please... 
please save them. Please help them, God. Like, I just feel like I'm not helping them right now. I'm not spending near enough time with them. I don't feel good, so I don't like to go out a whole lot. But still, that's still just no excuse, especially if I feel so sick. I'm not sure if I have a whole lot of time left. I should be making the most of that time. To be brutally honest, it's part of the reason I started this podcast is if I don't have a lot of time left, if, I'm not saying that that's going to be the case, but if, I hope that there's something that is left behind they can be used to inspire people. I still believe, despite all this pain, because the things I experienced when I was close with him was better than anything, anything I ever experienced in this world. I know that God is real. And I, I believe that Jesus is the way. I don't know, like, I just, I struggle with this concept of hell. Man, that's a rough, it's a rough thing to try to wrap my head around. And this concept that if you didn't say these words that you're not going to make it. But if you said these words, these, this prayer one time, then you're okay. I, I don't think that's that's how it works exactly. I know, though, that I would not want to die without. I would not want to die without having a relationship with God. But again, I don't know what that looks like. I, uh. I just feel so guilty, too. Like, it's got me. It's like, it's hard to even, even like to play video games with my friends. Sometimes I'm suffering so much when I'm playing video games, it's like hard not to just turn it off and want to lay down and but I'm like well I gotta try to make the most of this life even if it's doesn't seem like there's a whole lot that I can do I know that I'm still blessed to be alive period there's people I love that have passed away because of addictions people that pass away because of health issues every single day it's overwhelming the biggest the biggest thing i don't understand with this whole christian thing is 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 the hell thing it's just i can't it's so hard to believe that a god that loves us would allow anyone to suffer for eternity and I, and I can get this concept that we, in a sense, 
put ourselves there by denying him or whatever. But still, man, like, an eternity is a long time. It's an eternity. It just doesn't make sense to me. And then, like, I have so many friends that are, you know, like, a part of the LGBT community, and and I love them so much, and the fact that that is in the Bible as a sin, it, it frustrates me sometimes. It's like, Why can't people just love who they want to love? Like, but I, I'm not God. I don't understand all that. I mean, if I could make changes and edits to the Bible, then I would, but I can't. I think the most important thing is to have a relationship with him. I mean, there's this idea I think we have that we need to change and then God will draw close to us but we draw close to God despite whatever it is that we're struggling with and he changes us I'm telling you he did it to me Maybe not really there right now where I want to be, but I've been there, and it's so real. My friends saw it when I was younger. I remember my friend asking me, telling me, you know, there's something different about you. There's Your face looks different. and I mean, it talks about it in the Bible, how you're basically, you're reborn when you come to Christ, and you're a new creation. It was just kind of strange how she said, I look like a whole different person. And I told her it was God. And and when I was in that place, people were drawn to the idea. I remember hanging out with my friends when they would drink. And I would just be so filled with peace and love that I just had no desire. And I would tell them it's God. And I would try. and, And I knew it was. I still know that it that it was. I don't know. I don't I don't I don't get it. I don't get why would why was why was Satan cast down with demons to deceive and torment people? I I don't understand that. Why was why was suffering ever allowed in this earth? Like I mean, I guess it's because of free will, but I just don't get it. I'm I'm trying to make it seem like I'm okay, but I'm so far from okay. I feel like all my friends and family and maybe a couple of them feel like they understand on some level, but... 
feel like they were like waiting. They've been waiting. Like, when are you going to get your life together, man? And I'm just like, I'm doing everything in my power to just try to make it through another day. I'm just trying to survive right now because it's so brutal. But no one sees it, and I, and I don't expect them to. How could they, especially with no diagnosis? But the pain is just getting... Well, it's been so bad for so long. I can look back on so many moments feeling like this, thinking this has got to be it. Today's got to be the last day I'm alive like this. Or I got to end up in the hospital. Or if I go to the emergency, for sure. There's no way a human can feel this terrible and be this sick and be in this much pain without them finding something. And no. They can't. Or or maybe it. they have, but they, they're not telling me. I, I know that might sound crazy, but... I just, I don't know what to believe at this point. Like, I don't want to, I just don't want to go, but. I'm, I'm still just struggling so much with a lot of sin. And struggling, I don't even know if struggling is the right word. I guess struggling. But I feel that sometimes I'm not even really trying to fight it. I just feel like I've almost given up. I still believe and have hope that things can get better, but... You know, I withdraw from... And and this is a habit I've had for a long time, but I withdraw from the people that I care about, and I think about them, and I miss them, and it hurts that I'm doing that, and I know it, I know they miss me too. I guess sometimes I say I guess because I have this certain level of hatred for myself and I don't feel like that all the time when I'm spiritually fit the feeling of self-hate is usually not there but the past little bit I've just not been spiritually fit and the self-hatred has been back and sometimes people say things like (laughs) even with like battle rap just getting asked to come back I'm like Oh, they don't actually want me back because I'm any good at it. They want me, they want, like, they just want me back so I can be humiliated. Or, like, that's such a, and I know that's not true. Like, it's like, in my mind, sometimes I feel like everyone's out to get me. It's just like this, this messed up, these messed up thoughts in my head that everybody's against me. Like, I don't hear from people from... AA in a while or something and and it's because I haven't been going out and reaching out to them or I haven't been making meetings and and I just make it all about me
And when someone hasn't reached out to me in a while, I just get so hurt. Like, oh, they don't want me there anyways. You know, if I'm not going to work my program to the best of my ability, I'm going to just end up dragging other people down. So why would I even go to a meeting? And then sometimes it's just like I'm angry. I don't want to feel like this. I don't want to feel sick. So I'm just not going to go. Because life is too short to live it like that. And I know that. But I still am so stubborn that I don't do what I know I should do. And I'm... I, and I know God is still with me when I'm listening to him. When I when I go volunteer at Fifth North on Tuesday nights, man, I, sometimes I'm in such a bad place and I go up there and I don't even know what I say, but I just know when I'm talking, I'm filled with this peace and people are just, they seem like they're really touched by what I have to say sometimes. I don't know, maybe they are, maybe they aren't. I hope they are, I hope. I give them hope. I hope my life wasn't a waste. And again, this is just... You know, I can tell I'm not spiritually fit because it's all about me. Like I said, I'm... This one in particular, I'm just using it to vent, and I have no, I, I, I've not felt this rough in a long, long time. I'm getting on a podcast right now, and I don't know, I probably am more vulnerable than I would normally be. It's just, it's so hard to believe this is, this is still going on. Uh, I hope I make a difference. And I wish I could go back, but you can't, you can't go back. So if you're listening to this and you're struggling with addiction or of any, of any sort, it doesn't have to be drugs and alcohol, but don't wait. You will regret waiting. I mean, as long as there's life and breath in your lungs and your heart is beating and your mind is working, there's there's still hope to recover. But we take this time, and time is the most valuable currency we have on this earth. Nothing is more valuable than time. And none of us have that much of it. 
it might seem like we have a lot, but man, it flies by. And at any moment, it could be taken from us. It's so... It's such a wild concept. I've just been so angry, man, lately. And this cussing, and I notice even just like, and this is like, what cussing to me is never like, I don't, I try and sometimes I try not to cuss. It's not, it just usually depends on who I'm around. Because, like, you could say, like, well, that's weird or corny or whatever. But. It's, I find it a little strange that when you're around, when most people I know are around, like a like a two or three or four year old, they try not to cuss. Why? Because we know on some level there's something about it that isn't innocent, and we want those children to be innocent. But why? Why aren't we trying to continue to pursue that innocence as adults? And I notice I've been cussing lately more, and and even saying like, even saying Jesus like when I'm angry, and like I never. That was that was like one thing I would never. I tried so hard to make sure I didn't do. I know a lot of people say like, never take the Lord's name in vain, and that's that's what that is doing, and maybe that is to some degree. I've heard different theories on what exactly that means. But when when I believe what I believe, it's just I should not be saying that. And it's showing to me that I definitely have some unresolved issues inside that I need to get out. I, I don't know exactly how to get them out. I guess that's part of the reason I'm doing this. So I feel like I, I can't be this open with anybody about this stuff yet anybody can hear this was kind of kind of strange there's no way I'm doing a full hour so I feel way too sick Like, debating if I should go to the hospital sick. I have this medication I take that usually always, 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 always helps drastically. In the past few nights, yesterday I had like a really good day where I didn't feel that sick, but... I don't know, maybe it was the calm before the storm. Seems like whenever I have a bad day... Or a good day, sorry. I've got a bad time coming shortly after. So I try to hold on to that good. Like I, My house has been so messy and I actually had a bit of a good day. So I spent about an hour and a half cleaning, listening to music, doing push-ups. And I mean, still not feeling awesome, but feeling so much better than I normally feel. See, I think... A lot of people think I'm 
just stuck and lazy. But as soon as I don't feel incredibly ill and I start to feel somewhat good, I have so much energy. I was applying for jobs. I was so motivated. Like, oh my goodness, if I could just feel like this, I could take on the world. And then reality comes back. And that's not the way I feel. I'm sorry if you're listening to this and it's just like a downer and depressing, but I don't know. I'll probably even put it in the title. Don't listen to this if you don't want. If you're if you're looking for something that's gonna uplift your mood and looking for something to laugh to, this probably isn't it. I know that no matter what, though, that I still believe that Jesus is the way, and I still believe that God is loving and loves us all, and just wants us. To open up our hearts to him. Even though I struggle with a lot of the stuff in that book. I don't I don't understand a lot of it. I mean let's be honest. It, a lot of it doesn't make sense. But the level of peace and love I've experienced when I was walking in faith instead of having all these doubts, that didn't make sense either. I just don't want the people that I... And I, and I love everybody. I don't, I don't want the people that I love to die without at least giving God a chance. really giving him a chance so I was thinking about this how I've had some amazing friendships and I've had some amazing you know I've had relationships and with with like with girls and with like family members and just all the I th all these relationships I've had that meant so much to me but not and and I know they were real because they were with real people. I just know that when I spent time with God, there was nothing like it. Like it was the best relationship, better than all of those. So how can something that doesn't exist be more real than anything that's real on this earth? After a night of drinking and using drugs one night I was in my bed and felt like my heart was about to stop and I was trying to wake myself up and uh, so I, I, in my mind I felt like I knew that my body was shutting down and all of a sudden it was like my soul just was ripped out of my body in this incredible speed like I was just I can't explain it, but I, I knew I could not control what was happening to my soul, and it was moving at such a rapid pace through all of this, it was, it was like this gold, like, um, it was almost like clouds, and there was gold all around, um, and I was just moving up so quick, and, and I got to the top, 
and there was this bright glowing yellow light and it didn't have a figure it didn't didn't have a face it was just this bright yellow light and i was just in awe and also just like horrified because i knew that i got there because of like i i was sure i was dead i was sure this had to be it because i've had vivid dreams my whole life but i've still never had an experience like this and I knew it was God, and and he didn't talk to me, but it, all of a sudden something felt not right, and I didn't know if I was going to get sent down to hell, or what was about to happen, or it wasn't my time, or I didn't, I just had this feeling, and all of a sudden sat back up, it was like I f- sat back up in my in my bed and my heart was just racing and you know you take that an experience like that like that that experience in itself to me is enough to always never to never be able to say that I can't believe I don't believe in God and and plus all the other experiences that I've had but I'm telling you guys there's there's something to it. And this life in itself is crazy. I don't know how it all works out. I know I've got lots of people and friends that are spiritual but not Christian. I don't know what that looks like. I would never tell them that their their beliefs are wrong. I don't... How can I know? But I, I just know what I've experienced through Jesus. And I know that it wasn't wrong in a, in a sense. You know, like, I know that the love and the peace that I was experiencing inside of my soul, that was real and that was right. suffer like this anymore but I'm gonna fight with everything I have in in me every day and maybe just maybe things are gonna get better one day maybe I'm gonna have my health back maybe I'll have to go through a lot more before that happens maybe I'll get it back But if not, there's no bitterness that I have towards God. I mean, yeah, there's times I'm angry and frustrated and thinking, God, why don't you change this? But deep, deep down, there's there's no real bitterness towards him. If anything, it's bitterness in myself, towards myself, for putting myself and the people that I love in this situation... I love you guys and I just challenge you to just to be open open minded and I just maybe give God a chance.
Because he's there. And one day, every single one of us is going to leave this earth. And we're going to move into eternity. I suggest best to not wait. <laughs> not wait and just guess and hope. When you can have hope on this side already. I'm going to try to go back to bed. Trying to look at the date. It's February something. February 8th at 5 a.m. Again, I love you guys. Hopefully, in the next couple days, I'm feeling better and I can. And I can have a. More positive energy towards this and I can get the whole hour in I just I don't know I'm just it's nice to be able to vent this it's almost therapeutic even if it sounds really negative I always feel better after I do it so if you guys pray, I appreciate you. If you would pray for me, I appreciate your prayers. I just want that peace back, man, because I haven't had that in a while the way I used to. And just, just don't, don't wait to change, man. Don't if you believe in God, don't wait to get close to Him. Because we might not have any time. Peace. Thanks for listening to an impending disaster. <laughs>